You are listening to a National Gallery of Victoria audio program available at www.ngv.vic.gov.au. In this episode, Philip Brophy delves into the darker side of manga. I think the um, Tezuka's uh, Gekiga work, uh, as with most Gekiga work from the late 60s in Japan, uh, the stories are dark, they're sombre, they're brooding, they're, they're more about alienation rather than just disconnection. Um, and uh, they're about being quite divorced from one's surroundings and they're also uh, dealing with the burden of having this kind of extra level of perception on what's going on around you. And uh, uh, Tezuka synchronised to that change in manga storytelling culture at the time. Tezuka, of course, was the most important figure uh, that developed what's regarded as story manga, meaning story manga, uh, which was more novelistic in tone. It was more epic. It was more expansive in terms of its chapters. It, it covered things in depth. It wasn't just about gags and routines and formulaic four panels and things like this. So he imbued his stories with kind of a more expansive structural approach to how to arrange the plot and the characters and situations and themes. And uh, he did this very early on. He did this at the end of the 40s. Right? Um, and so uh, even his uh, entertainment fair like Astro Boy and Princess Knight and Kimba the White Lion uh, had this kind of level of character depth to it. Right, that you didn't necessarily get in a lot of the other entertainment manga at the time. Uh, he wasn't alone in doing this, but he was the most consistent and the most vocal about using that approach to storytelling. Uh, there's a certain amount of darkness in those early stories too, but come the Gekika movement, the kind of the late 60s uh, uh, period where there's a lot of political unrest in Japan, in Japan's supposed first wave of uh, uh, electronics affluence, you've got a lot of the, the student uh, protests going on, you've got a lot of the students aligning themselves with the different rural farmer movements, you've got a lot of these kind of tensions that are going against Japan's uh, attempt to place it back itself back on the platform of international business and commerce and power. And uh, you've got a lot of people kind of quite critical of that at the time at the end of the 60s, which is synchronizes to everything from student uh, protests in America to Paris as well. Um, and uh, the interestingly, the Gekiga movement actually... Uh, produced a, if you like, a market of manga readers that um, were going to university, right? So students were reading these kind of manga. Um, and on the surface, some of the manga was still as though it was entertainment manga, but the stories were getting darker and darker and uh, they were about trials and tribulations that, you know, weren't just uh, adventure sagas, you know, they were almost like socio-political sagas in different ways. And um, uh, so uh, Tezuka 
simply uh, melded into this, right? He just upped the ante a little bit on some of his stories um, and, uh, and I think actually produced some really wonderful uh, examples of that period of storytelling. And uh, some of those works are in the exhibition and they're not necessarily well-known works even to a Japanese audience, but there's two works in particular that, that I find... Uh, incredibly powerful in this regard, and that's uh, Human Metamorphosis, which is this portrait of a, a woman, which is it, it, it translates as you know the insect woman is essentially um, uh, in terms of like you know a being that's like an, a changing morphing insect, and uh, all the chapter titles are based on uh, 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 genealogical classifications of insect types. Right? And that's what each chapter's uh, referred to. So it's like breaking down human social strata into types of insects. And interestingly, this was uh, a metaphor that was used quite a lot in um, even in highbrow literature in Japan at the time. And there's even uh, the famous um, uh, movie of the time uh, by Shohei Imamura called The Insect Woman, which is about the struggles of this woman from the 1910s through to the 1960s. And uh, Tezuka's uh, Human Metamorphosis uh, manga is this incredibly uh, raw portrait of a woman and what a woman will do to survive. And it's very powerful stuff, even from a feminist or a non-feminist kind of point of view, because uh, this woman has no moral qualms whatsoever and it's it's completely survivalist. And this is something that... um, uh, I think Tezuka is kind of replaying from the immediate post-war period because there was a lot that happened to women in that immediate post-war period and uh, particularly in terms of um, things like prostitution, things like how women survived without husbands in that time who were killed in the war, you know, the the, the face of woman in society was changing drastically in the, that immediate post-war period. And uh, there's a lot of actual uh, genre movies, Yakuza movies from the early 60s that actually capture this incredibly well. Um, and you know, particularly films by people like um, Seijun Suzuki, you know, with films like Gate of Flesh, which is about four... Uh, um, Japanese prostitutes who are servicing the Americans and um, it's like uh, I think if, if an American saw that movie they would be completely freaked because it's entirely anti-American in terms of you know what the American male is uh, but it shows the Japanese woman to be this incredible uh, um, energy pot you know that can just, just sort of like just got such intense power coming from her and Tezuka's uh, manga, Human Metamorphosis, I think wonderfully captures that same uh, sentimentality, that same kind of, uh, or rather that same sentiment. Um, and uh, just reading the story, it's it's quite captivating. And it's like, whoa, boy, you know, like when, is there anything this woman will not do to get what she wants to do, you know? And so that kind of, like that uh, will to struggle, that struggle to survive, that will to overcome things, um, uh, that's very strong in some of his um, uh, Gekiga stories. And Human Metamorphosis is probably the most potent 
of those kind of stories.